This is the Spark Discovery Podcast, where every week you'll hear the best in inspiration, motivation, and education to ignite your inner spark, to match your skills and passion to a career that's inspiring to you and makes a lasting contribution to our world. Now, here's your host and lead firestarter of Spark Discovery, James Kiger. Hi, everyone. This is James Kiger, and welcome to the Spark Discovery Podcast where every week we put you in touch with winners who have navigated the maze of finding their passion and making a career match it. If you're still confused about what you'd like to do in the future, Spark Discovery may be your answer. With just the right amount of coaching, we'll help you to discover yourself, your ordinary superpowers, and why the career that you're searching for is a perfect match for you. If you're interested, go to sparkdiscovery.com and find out more. It's my honor today to be interviewing a great friend of mine, Danny Wanless. Danny is a varsity volleyball coach and a health enthusiast. And Danny, we're really glad to have you here today. So both of us work with young people all the time. Give them some advice as to what, how you got to where you are as a, as a teacher and a coach, because I know you've taken several different paths. So just kind of give us an overview of uh, where you were and what you've been doing. Uh, absolutely. Um, number one, you know, set a goal for yourself. Um, I think coming out of high school, I had two, two goals in mind that were achievable, one being a teacher and one being a state trooper. Um, for me, state trooper is probably more achievable because at that time, um, you know, coming out of school, I was just looking to get a two-year degree rather than a full four-year degree. So uh, along the lines, I, you know, spent some time at Fair School, well, Juvenile Detention Center, building up my resume, then at a, a, de- a residential treatment center, working with emotionally disturbed adolescents for several years while I was finishing my two-year degree. Um, ended up along the way uh, being selected and, and uh, interviewed for the state police. I went through the extensive process, and I was one out of 21 applicants um, that, out of a pool of 1,100, were selected for the state police. Mm. Um, I went to the initial day, um, the day that I was supposed to report. I, I had to work that weekend at the, at the treatment center. I ended up in a um, physical restraint with a young man who was trying to harm himself. He was up and down until about 2.30 in the morning. I was to report to the academy at 5 o'clock a.m. that next morning. Um, I, you know, I, I was a little late getting there. They understood, but in, in the back of my mind, there's always a person that I worked with at the RTC. He was older, he was a retired teacher, and he always kept on telling me that just staying if you stuck it in there and continue going to school, you'd make an excellent teacher. So at that point, I decided. I looked around the room with the other state troopers that were hired, and I just I, I, I didn't feel like my personality fit in with theirs. It seemed like they would sell their soul to the devil to be a state trooper, mm. and that just didn't seem to be me. Uh, I didn't want to have to have a gun, a badge, and a uniform to earn the respect of my fellow uh, uh, man or, or, or woman in, in our community. Um, I stuck it out. Uh, it took me a couple more years, but I ended up um, achieving my highest goal, and that was to become a, tr- uh, a teacher. Wow, that's fantastic. So you really took quite a route to get to the teaching part, but in all those decisions you made, there was something deep inside. You didn't have to get online and and do a a career search or anything like that. You knew something was guiding you inside. You had kind of a, a, 
an internal thing. That's where your spark was. Without a doubt. I can tell you exactly the moment. It was my senior year, the last day of school, and we had half days as seniors. And I walked down to my coach's office, Coach Allen, and I asked him before I left, could I get a ball and have a few more shots because I played basketball as a three-year varsity player. Um, and he said, absolutely. And I was thinking about it, and I just – I look back and I saw the impact that he had on young men and young women in the school and um, other teachers that along the way had you know, some type of influence on me. I said, you know, this is the career path that this is the career that I would love to have. And back then, not everybody was able to go to college. Uh, there wasn't that, you know, a lot of you know, financial funding available. And I really didn't put myself in the category as somebody that was college bound. I was more a military bound guy. When I sat down and talked to my guidance counselor, it seemed like that was the track that was better suited for me. Uh, it's interesting because almost everyone that I've interviewed had someone in their life that really mentored them and kind of gave them an example of what they want to follow, whether it was a teacher or a coach or whatever. So Coach Allen was someone like that for you. You saw the impact he had, and that affected you when you wanted to do that. Absolutely. So in our coaching program, we always really look at, at our personality. What we try to do is look inside of ourselves and see what best career we're suited for. So Again, for those that have gone through the coaching program, you know these, but we, we really focus in on six types, the adventurer, the carer, the investigator, the artist, the persuader, the administrator. As you look at that list, what would be, you, you think, your number one personality trait that comes out in you? I think the number one um, personality trait would be the care. I, I think in my past positions, whether it was at fair school, whether it was at the treatment center, um, I did do about almost two years as an adult probation or parole officer in, in, in Wilmington. Uh, I, I think the care um, stands out to me. I really, uh, you know, pride myself in being able to help others succeed and, and to get to their, their highest potential. That's awesome. And, and it's always good to hear a teacher that is a carer first, because obviously you're working with people all the time. And as a coach, you're doing that as well. What would be your number two, do you think? I would say, again, probably the investigator. Um, I'm always trying to find out, um, you know, the, the reasons why certain things happen or uh, why, you know, maybe students do certain things. What's behind it? What, so I, I dig a little bit deeper or into an athlete. Okay, what, what is it going to make, make it for that person to give me just a little bit more? So you have to do an investigation. You have to find out more about the mm -hmm. whole person rather than what you just see on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, that's awesome. And that, and that certainly will help you. I know that you are very much into health and health fitness and uh, you know, you work very hard. You own a, a gym, and, and that's another thing that we can talk about too. That you, outside of school, you've you've increased your passion, just not only teaching, but doing that with helping people. I know you train people, and and so we're seeing that all over the place because I know that you look out and you find the best workouts and everything you can for people, and that goes along with being an investigator. Would you say? Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. So. You know, both of us have a little bit of gray hair going a little bit, so we can we can look back on our lives, and we can look back to when we were in high school, and I always ask this question, if you could go back to Danny Wanless at Smyrna High School, when you're ready to graduate or when you're a junior, what would you tell yourself now? If your older self could go back to your younger self, what would you tell? I definitely would tell that person, hey, put as much effort into your academics as you are your sports and make them equal and not, 
you know, I, I kind of looked at, I, I did okay with academics in order to be able to play sports. Mm -hmm. And I wish I would have put them both at the same level because, you know, academics are huge. Academics give you um, choices in life down mm -hmm. the road. And you, when you limit yourself with choices, you're going to limit yourself with opportunities as far as where you're going to be and where you're going to end up. And that's really good advice because... Again, you need to know yourself, you know what your you know your passions, you know your personality type, you know what motivates you. But without the academics, that's the gateway that gets you into a career. I mean, it it's it's amazing how short-sighted all of us were sure. when we were in high school, you know, to to really see what could take us to the next level. Absolutely. So, um, what do you do to keep yourself motivated? You're a coach of our volleyball team, you're a conference champion, you've been coach of the year. So, obviously, uh, you have some things that you teach your athletes, and if you were talking to a young person today, athlete or not, what, what are some of the things you use to, A, keep yourself motivated, and you would give advice to someone else? Um, you got to find something that's going to give you that spark each and every day. Um, after high school is over with, or if you have a college career in athletics, you know, the day-to-day -day co competing within yourself is over. So what's What's out there that you can continue, um, whether you're in college, whether you're in your career? For me, it, it is working out. I always look at that as a challenge. I get to push myself. Um, do I lift as heavy weights today as I did you know, 20 years ago? No. But it's still a passion of mine to be able to get into the gym, to push myself, um, to keep myself motivated, and to set an example for those you know, the, the, the student athletes that I, that I coach. And, and again, it's, um, we have... In our coaching program, in our in our fourth level of the coaching program, we talk about self care and we talk about eating well, getting enough rest, and obviously, you know, you're you're in great shape and you and you work on that. What's the importance now of not of, of eating well and and getting the rest that you need and, and exercise and things for you know? I mean, that's yeah, we can all do our jobs and things like that, but if you peter out in the middle of it or if you die off, I mean, how important is that? Um, for me, for me, you know, it's very important. Uh, I, I try to eat as, as good as I can, as natural as I can. I think natural foods are, are very healthy. Um, with our time schedule, especially students in high school, and, and you know, their day is seven and a half hours, and they have the lunch at school. And most of the time, our, our lunches here at school are very balanced nutritionally. Um, after that, though, you know, if they're in the sports, you know, it's, you know, they're not getting home to sometimes seven, eight o'clock at night to eat a dinner. It's important to try to have the little healthy snacks along the way to keep the keep your body fueled with energy. I, I think the rest is very important. Again, if you're not getting adequate sleep, you're not going to be at your best um, throughout your work day. It's tough sometimes. You know as well as I do, especially in-season coaching, your days are 12, 14 hours. Mm -hmm. And when we're laying down and going to bed at night, we're, we're, we're thinking about the, the game that we just had or yeah. the game that's coming up. How can I get this player to do a little bit better next time? So our minds are constantly running. And, and we've we got to be careful. we got to take we got to understand that take care of ourselves first before we can be able to be Im impactful on others. Absolutely. So maybe uh, an apple, a banana, a peanut butter sandwich instead of a Big Mac fries and uh, a drink before a game. Or a Snickers bar, right. Or a Snickers <laughs> exactly. bar. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's exactly right. Well, you coach and you're a teacher, and I want to ask you why. What is your big why? Why do you do what you do? Well, like I said before, I can go back to some things that I said earlier that I, I never thought that I could be where I am today. So the reason I'm, I, I do what I do today is because I want to affect those students that, you know, they have, they look out there into the future and they say, well, I probably can't be that doctor or I can't be that lawyer. I can't make it into that. You can. 
You know, with the right people around you, with the right encouragement around you, surrounding yourself with people that are better than you are, you will make it to your goal. Now, that's very important. And one, again, one of the things in our coaching program is we have students develop their dream team. Who are the people around you? you know, Absolutely. Who's your board of directors sure. that you're going to draw advice from? A living or a book or somebody you're, you use as inspiration? L- but I think l- that's listen, important. yeah, I, I totally agree. And your board of directors don't have to be physical all the time. They just have to be people that you look up to. And you can bounce things off of them. You can see them sitting at the table and you give them a question. You know what they're going to say to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you had to describe passion for us. What, what, what does passion mean to you? If, if you see a passionate person, how would you describe them? And, and when you feel passion for something, what, what, what does it do to you? You know, I can go back to, I'm going into my, I believe, 12th year of coaching uh, the volleyball team. I'm the head coach, head varsity coach. And I'll tell you, when the season ends, I'm looking forward to the season, next season to begin. Um, when I'm in practice or at, at games, you know, it, there's something inside me takes it to another level and kicks into another gear. And I'm 100% fully engaged in what I'm doing. And you cannot distract me because I'm that in tune to what I'm doing at that moment. So passion, you're going to see that a person's fully engaged in whatever they're doing, and they're not going to let anything block them from getting to their goal. That is awesome. That's awesome. So as we kind of wrap this up, if you have a life motto or a phrase or a thought or something that's really guided you throughout your life to get you to where you are today, what would it be? I would say probably not to cower in the storms and know that the seas will get better if you're willing to learn something from that storm. Remember that at the end of that storm, there's a lesson to be learned, but you got to be willing to, to hold out. So many people will allow that storm to swallow them up that they never get to learn that lesson that's being taught to them at that time. That's what I would say. That's awesome. So we don't want we don't want to give up. We want to just press through that, and it, it, that sunshine will come. It's going to come. The calm it might not come the way you think it's going to come, but trust me, in time and time again, it will come. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us on the Spark Discovery Podcast. A lot of good stuff for us to learn today, and we thank you for coming. Appreciate being here, Coach Calier. Thank you. You've been listening to the Spark Discovery Podcast. If you're unclear about your future and need clarity, consider Spark Discovery Coaching with James Kiger. With the right motivation, you can match your unique skills to a perfect career. If this is you, don't delay. Go to www.sparkdiscovery.com. Until next time, remember, live boldly with passion. Goodbye, everybody.